the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The world is a complicated place. You need someone to expose the political fakers, fixers, and takers, and to cut through the mindless chatter and misdirection to help you make sense of it all. That person is Dan Proft. And this is The Dan Proft Show. Joe Biden has basically announced that the America's First policy that Donald Trump worked so hard for four years fought off the bipartisan Beltway crowd and the diplomatic corps and, of course, all of our foreign friends, so to speak, and enemies, is quickly being redone. Joe Biden is dispatching, getting rid of the America First foreign policy and opening up the doors again to foreign money and influence into America's institutions. I think one of the benefits of the Trump presidency, among others, was the unmasking, so to speak, of Chinese money, Chinese products, um, and other foreign countries who don't have our best interest in mind, uh, and how they've infiltrated so many areas of our, our country and pouring in billions of dollars. One of those countries is Qatar. And my uh, our next, my guest here, Dave Raboy, also a friend, he's an expert on Middle Eastern policy. He's a Claremont Institute Lincoln Fellow and senior fellow at the Center for Security Policy, he has a new book out that explains in details this country, this extremely wealthy country uh, influence, money peddling, buying off lobbying so much of uh, parts of our country. So, Dave, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thanks for having me, Julie. So talk about your book. It just came out, I believe, this week or last week. What your book talks about and your your knowledge about this country and what it's doing, not just here, but around the world, who it's funding and why we should be alarmed. Sure. I think um, I think the, 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 the book mostly I started out writing it about um, about the information and influence operations that are being run uh, by Qatar sort of in the service of their uh, Muslim Brotherhood Islamist um, uh, ideology, the ideology that they promote. Um, but as time went on, um, it, it ended up being a book about the New Middle East. And, and, uh, and it's inter- interesting how you kind of opened the, the, uh, the, the discussion talking about uh, the, the Trump administration and, uh, and the America First foreign policy, specifically about the Middle East. Um, because that's the real story. The, the, the real story is, is about the new Middle East and, um, and what, uh, what Donald Trump has, was able to encourage, um, there, which was, which was very good. I don't think, I mean, you know, looking in, in retrospect, um, I don't think we have had another president who has been, um, who's been so good on this issue. I mean, the one, the one thing that everybody knows is that he started no wars not in the Middle East and elsewhere. But, uh, but the other thing that we saw, especially towards the, the kind of tail end of the administration, was the Abraham Accords 
and uh, more cooperation between um, between uh, states that are, have traditionally been our allies in the region. Don't you think, Dave, this is a big reason? This is why they wanted to get rid of Donald Trump, a big part of it, right? What you're talking about is no wars, no no footprint in the Middle East. This affects huge sectors of of our economy that relies on what's happening in the Middle East. What do you is that a big reason why so many people wanted to get rid of Donald Trump? Um, I, I think it is. I, I, think, I, I definitely think it is. Um, they, they went as far as to not allow the, um, you know, not allow Trump to withdraw from Syria and from Afghanistan. And they, they even um, kind of joked amongst themselves. Remember when, when they said, you know, we, we basically didn't listen or we told them that we withdrew, but we didn't withdraw. And, uh, and you know, I mean, these these guys would do absolutely everything to to keep some of these uh, uh, to keep some of our forces in theater when there's really you know very little justification. I think you know what when it ended up happening. I mean, in, in Afghanistan in particular, um, is is we're still hearing old you know old tired arguments that that uh, you know may have made sense 10, 15 years ago. But now, you know, 20 years later, um, are, are kind of uh, completely ridiculous. And, and yes, that was a big part of, um, of, why, um, of why a lot of folks inside the Beltway and sort of within the, the, the national security industry um, opposed him. Um, I mean, the other thing is, you know, so it's, it's partly about money, of course, but it's also about ideology. And all these guys just think the same way and... And, you know, we, we have seen a, um, uh, you know, we've seen a lot of people with, um, with just a, you know, everyone has a, um, everyone has kind of the same views on everything. And this is a very much uh, inside the Beltway thing. You know, when we talk about the swamp, it's, it's just a group of people who have the same interests. And have, you know, and look at the world in exactly the same way. So, of course, they lined up against Trump. So your book, uh, Guitars, Shadow War, it's now available on your website and also on Amazon. I think that what we, this country in particular, its infiltration in universities, in think tanks, I know that uh, I've covered a little bit about that. So talk about this country in particular and what your book covers. Sure. Um, so yes, we mentioned the, the fact that I mean it's good that you mentioned universities because Qatar is the single largest foreign donor to uh, American universities, and and under the Trump administration, the Department of Education was tasked with sort of assessing um, assessing the damage of what that what that looks like. And anytime you've got um, massive foreign funding, I mean from any country of um, of universities in the U.S., that kind of necessarily torques the whole incentive structure um, of what is being studied and how, how it's being studied. And, you know, and, and with that kind of money, you're able to leverage, um, you know, you're able to influence what the professor says and what are the courses that are going to be taught and, you know, on and on and on. So it's, it's a tremendously powerful thing. And, and I have no idea why we allow it to happen on such a on such a, a massive scale. Um, over the last couple of years, we've had, I mean, Texas A&M was the famous example. They took a ton of money and they went to court 
to fight the um, uh, uh, to, to, to fight, uh, you know, having to reveal exactly how much money they took. And, um, you know, North, so it's basically uh, uh, a propaganda campaign. They're buying off institutions, especially universities and think tanks to shape opinion. Right. Yes, exactly. And also and also media outlets. I mean, the things that we think are the issues we think are important um, or like the average American thinks are important are largely defined by what by what we read and hear about. So, for example, if we read and hear about uh, Syria all day, then naturally we think, oh, my God, the most important issue in the world is Syria. We have to do something about it. So this is how um, this is how a kind of constellation of, of forces from think tanks to media to universities um, to to politicians to to whatever can kind of line up and all push one particular narrative line, and it leads others, policymakers, citizens to you know particular conclusions. You know, it's it's absolutely part of a propaganda campaign, and and. Uh, and that's one of the things that I want to do in the book is kind of illustrate how you have these multiple um, multiple parts all acting together and, and pushing in the same direction. And it's funny, as soon as Joe Biden was inaugurated, all of a sudden we started hearing about these problems in Syria and problems in the Middle East. And we started hearing about Russia and, you know, the dissident. And we were supposed to go in and, I guess, help uh, Navalny fight Putin. And all of a sudden... You could you could sense these this propaganda campaign bubbling up again. In our last minute here, Dave, ta- uh, where can people get your book, and what can people do to to counteract all of this money and all this influence that these hostile countries are are trying to to bring to our shores? Well, first of all, you can get the book at my website, which is uh, DaveRaboy.com, D-A-V-E-R-E-A-B-O-I.com. I talk about in the book is how Russiagate actually helped explain some of the things for, for, for people. You know, it was, it was audacious in scope in terms of, of the absurd narrative and the lies and the man- manipulation. But because it was so audacious in scope, a lot of people woke up to the fact that, hey, you know, not only can our media not be trusted, but the national security folks in, in government who, whose task it is to keep us safe can't be trusted either. That's right. I do think for all of the destruction, the Russia collusion hoax uh, inflicted on a lot of people, it also is a huge eye opener. So, Dave, thanks so much for coming on. Good luck with the book and thanks for all your work on the subject. Thank you. Thank you. seat and sharpen your pencils class is in session with professor dan proft and the dan proft show